Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Welcome to MLB Daily, your one-stop shop for daily baseball content. I am L.J. LaFura. This will be my last night alone before Brandon Karam comes back with us for the rest of this next week as we move on into our playoff push towards our scoreboard watching. And today we're going to run through the big games with playoff implications of the week or out of the week of the day and see how that's going to affect the upcoming tables and some of the performances in them. First, we're going to lead off with a bang and, frankly, a lot of bangs here by the Toronto Blue Jays as they end up beating the Baltimore Orioles 22-7. to All 22, um, excuse me, Toronto home runs. Toronto runs came in the sixth inning or earlier, so certainly a great performance by the Blue Jays here to pull out this win, really make a firm stance that they're they're here, they're still hot. I mean, look, we've got a lot of time left in this race. I'm trying not to get ahead of myself, particularly with some Red Sox losses. I know a lot of people who have been flying off the handle over them. But look, in my opinion, you've got another one, two, three full weeks of baseball to be played here. That's a lot of time for team to slip up. That's a lot of time for them to get cold. But the Blue Jays are really sending a message here that maybe they aren't going to cool off like I expected them to. 
really well done. Other performance of note in this game is Vladdy Guerrero. I believe he hit his 44th home run of the year in this game. If I read correctly, I am checking on that now. Yes, number 44, which means he is tied for the lead with the Angels' Shohei Otani. Of course, Shohei Otani is going to end up winning the MVP no matter what here. I mean, he's got 44 home runs, currently still tied for a lead with the majors, of course. He's got 23 stolen bases, and he is pitching absolutely fantastic on the mound. 3-3-1 ERA so far this season. Or no, excuse me, 3-3-6 on the season. So certainly a fantastic year for him. The wins above replacement aren't going to be even close for this team. And when you look at it relative to the team's value, it really starts to pull more and more in Shohei's favor, in my opinion. So this is really a, this is his year. Flatty can keep putting up an impressive season, but all that's going to be is momentum towards another year. Anyway, we're going to move on to another remarkable performance here, and that is Max Scherzer, as he has multiple historic or at least items of note in his start today against the San Diego Padres, the Dodgers' biggest rival currently. Uh, first of which is he throws an immaculate inning in this game. Of course, that is three strikeouts on nine pitches in an inning. Um, not very many of them. Certainly very few, very few uh, pitchers do it. There's only two pitchers who have ever done it twice. So this is certainly an achievement. But speaking of other major achievements, Max Scherzer also reaches 3,000 strikeouts in this game while also going perfect through the first 22 batters. The 23rd batter, of course, was Eric Hosmer, who rips a single into the gap to put an end to both the perfect game and the no-hitter. So he was denied that very late, but the Dodgers still end up coming away with the win here as they win by a score of eight, nothing in this one. There's not much you can do when you've got one hit in the eighth inning, the odds of the, the odds of the Dodgers bullpen blowing that entire game is next to none. And when you bring in a guy like Brule, who they did, he goes and throws the shutout inning, no hits, no strikeouts, but the hits are all that matter. So this is just a shutdown dominant performance against a team that the Padres, look, they really have to start to get a little more worried, get a little more, what's the word I'm looking for? Incentive to enthusiasm about getting up in this race. They have not looked good since the all-star break. It hasn't really felt like their momentum has shifted that much back towards getting on the right track. I mean, they're just have kind of been, they fell off and then they've been treading water in this second wildcard spot for a while. And now they've really got dogs at their heels as this next game, we're going to be talking about the Cardinals beat the Cincinnati Reds and they will now make up into a tie for the third place in the wild card standings. So of course we've got the Dodgers in the first wild card, the Padres in the second two games back is now both the Cardinals and the Reds. This, this was a big series for both teams and just 
further proves, I think, I think, I really think that St. Louis has something here with this group that they have. I mean, they did not look good all year, but in this back half, they have really started to show something. They're now 73 and 69. I'm sorry, did I say they were tied? No, but um, no, I think they are three games back of the Reds. Now that I look at the record again, but yeah, so they've got something to show here if they're even competing for a wild card spot after they the way they looked early on in the year. Granted, the expectation for this team was to win the division, but th- plans change. You have to be realistic about this. And overall, these have been very solid performances, good performances by some of their best players, including today, I believe it was Nolan Arenado with the home run, his 31st home run of the year, helping them get to the 2-0 win over the Reds. This effectively makes it so the Padres don't have to necessarily worry about this loss, but it feels like they're making a habit of that. They, they haven't, they haven't shown the urgency that they need to at this point. And it feels like Cincinnati has, they've been playing great in this back half, particularly with being led by a veteran like Joey Votto makes all the difference for that stuff. We got one more big national league game to get into before we move on over to the American league playoff relevant games, as well as the player of the week. And that will be the Giants and the Cubs as the Giants pick up yet another win here today. I believe that's either their ninth or 10th in their last, I want to say ninth in their last 10 games. They've certainly been one of the hotter teams in the league right now. After at one point falling back behind the Dodgers, they pushed right through that Giants-Dodgers series they had to go through. They're now at 93 wins, the best in the league, and certainly looking like that best in the league class that we've been talking about. Uh, Flores, Wilmer Flores is able to get into this game. He goes three for three, scoring two runs with three RBIs in this one. Fantastic game from him. The win will go to Logan Webb, six innings, four earned, five strikeouts but it gets the job done. It gets them wins and it keeps showing them that they are the scrappy team that they need to be in the playoffs. That's what you really need to be able to do. You can't, you can't get into a high scoring match and then not actually battle out the win. That's not something that that's not a winning strategy. That's not a winning mentality that will come from that. If you are not executing in those situations, but let's go ahead on over to the American League now and talk about the Chicago White Sox. They're, of course, well ahead in their own division. Now there's just a matter of playing it with the Rays and with the Astros for where the seeding will be among the division winners. And they pick up a big win here, walking it off against the Red Sox. The final blow was struck by Luis Garcia in the ninth inning. 0-2 count, two outs with Garrett Whitlock on the mound. He takes him deep. That will inflate Garrett Whitlock's ERA up to a 1-9-2 on the season. So, look, this this guy should be on just about everybody's American League Rookie of the Year ballots for the performance he's put up this year. This is no slight on him, but it is a loss that 
the Red Sox wish they didn't have. I've been saying it for a while now. You need to needed to take one from the White Sox and then win the series in Seattle, and you should theoretically be fine with the two teams behind them. I didn't see Toronto staying this hot. I still don't see them staying this hot for that much longer. Yankees still do not look good at this point. Uh, I'll check in with that in a little bit. It is currently 9.30 Eastern as I'm recording this. So the final game of the Subway Series is still ongoing with Yankees top prospect Clark Schmidt on the mound. So we'll see what it looks like. They're going to drop another there. So one less team we have to worry about. But as long as we are able to get, I guess that math would work out to three wins on yeah as long as we go three and three through this stretch I think we're going to be able to pull out a playoff appearance for ourselves that just seems the most logical way to do it because this White Sox team is better than the record I'm surprised that they have not won more than 82 games they in theory with the roster they have they should be a lot closer to the Giants and the Dodgers up in that 88 90 low 90 wins range which those teams are falling into so I'm not sure really what what went wrong with this team a couple cold stretches that didn't go their way they're certainly as talented as those other teams I cannot see a fault for a COVID riddled Red Sox team losing a series in Chicago like this I can't find the fault in it as for other results that did go the Red Sox way and way so far at least Heimer Candelario has a huge day for the Detroit Tigers hitting two home runs in their eight to seven win in 11 innings over the Tampa Bay Rays of course stopping the Rays from winning any more gaining any more ground that doesn't really matter of course but for Chicago that means everything is they're now I'd like to say five games back. I can't do the math in my head for the save my life, but they're certainly well in reach if Tampa gets cold of that number one, that number one seed. I'd love to see them get it if there's still time. But of course, you know, those clocks are always ticking with only about for most of these teams, 17 to 20 games left to be played on their season. There isn't much time for more of that. Tariq Skubal goes three innings, one hit in this one. Bit of a short start for him. I'm not sure what the pitch numbers are. But either way, this is a successful outing for them. It doesn't matter. Win is a win as this team is now 68 and 76. That's not where many team people put them right now. I think some extra added help within the lineup will go a long way towards this team being a potential wildcard contender as soon as next year. Anyway, let's go ahead and we are going to move over and do a quick check-in. It is the top of the fourth. The Yankees are just coming up to bat for their, yeah, still through their first time. No, second time through the order, excuse me. Gary Sanchez is up as the seven hitter in the top of the fourth. As for Clark Schmidt, he now has three innings with four hits, only one earned of the four runs with two strikeouts. The Yankees have two errors so far in this game. 
which are responsible for an additional three runs. The Mets currently lead the Yankees four to two. Now, do I have my hopes up? No, absolutely not. The Mets have found ways to lose games for as long as I can remember being a baseball fan. I, I genuinely get surprised when I hear people say that 15, 20 years ago, that wasn't what the Mets were because that's all that that's all I've ever known them to be. So I'm not going to trust them to necessarily keep a hold of this game, but Clark Schmidt so far, certainly not a bad outing 56 pitches. I'm not sure if they're going to try to just do a twice through the order type scenario with him or not. But if they aren't, if they're planning to bring him back out one more time, I think that would certainly be something that he seems like he could handle. I mean, four hits is not nearly that bad. They could get at least another inning out of him, give him a nice confident first start with the team this year and help him move, build and grow going forward. I think that's definitely the best player for the team. But now we're going to go ahead into the players of the week. I do have Brandon's player of the week, which I will pull up here in a moment. But first, I will go through my player of the week, and that will be the Toronto Blue Jays, Marcus Simeon. As they continue to heat up and push towards a playoff spot here, he is playing fantastic baseball. The first spot I'm going to note, of course, will be the one war over the last seven days leading the league in that respect. Also, half of a defensive run saved. That's a fantastic spot. One of the better players with a glove this week as well. There's very, I cannot seem to find anyone over the 0.5 mark, certainly of the top players available that is adding that much on defense. But let's move into some other numbers here. He's got five home runs and 13 RBIs over this stretch, all while walking 15% of the time and only striking out 8% of the time. So basically he is walking double the amount that he is striking out this week. Fantastic plate approach as he slashes 387, 500, and 968 for a 583 weighted on base average so far in the past eight games. Look, that is a strong, strong, strong week from Marcus Simeon. That's why he will be my player of the week. As for Brandon, he has gone ahead and sent me Zach, or not Zach Wheeler, I'm sorry, Max Scherzer. Uh, quick bait and switch there with that one but Max Scherzer will be the player of the week that Brandon chooses mostly of course after this huge monster dominant performance he had in today's matchup with the San Diego Padres he goes eight perfect into the eighth inning immaculate inning his 3,000 strikeout what more could you possibly ask for in a week let alone a game fantastic time by Max Scherzer. That will wrap things up here. We will both see you manana with more baseball content. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, if you've had a bladder leak today, listen up. I get it. I tried pills and pads for years but couldn't find relief until I found Axonix Therapy. It's a tiny device that put me back in control of my bladder. Why not see if it could work for you? Visit findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. 